Welcome to Catholic Radio for Katie Anna's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, Mother Mary, the Holy Spirit, we come before you this day with great anticipation because the Holy Spirit wishes to reveal to us the importance of Mary's visits in our world. We thank you, Lord, for being with us this day. We thank you for the Most Holy Trinity who guides us and protects us, who gives us hope in this world of sin and pain and suffering, and that the spiritual life that is imbued to all of her dear children, Mary's children and the brothers and sisters of Jesus and the emissaries of the Holy Spirit, will be filled with faith, hope, and love as we continue our walk with Jesus and Mary. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, Son and of the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. You're listening to Cajun Catholics. I'm your host, Todd Citron. Always good to see a close friend and former uh, uh, guy who was on the show earlier, Deacon Cody Miller. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Todd. It's always good to see you, too. You, My goodness, you've mellowed with age. You look great, brother. <laughs> Well, today we have a special show. Uh, we want to uh, really educate our listeners and, and, me, and myself as well. Deacon's got a lot of projects going at one time. I know that without him telling me, but this is one that's real close to his heart. I think the Holy Spirit's been tugging on him, and today's focus is going to be on Our Lady Americas. I'll let him take it from there. Our Lady of America, a most wonderful apparition to Sister Mildred Noisel. She was professed as a religious sister in '33. And she lived like any ordinary sister in her community. And she received her various assignments, in, mostly in domestic work in various houses. She even taught kindergarten. And she worked in a parish school. But something began to change in 1938. She began to have mystical experiences. They may be ex- described as flights of the spirit and interior locutions. Having these really didn't upset her in any way. In fact, by her own admission, she thought that they were common to all religious. In 1948, however, these experiences were brought to the attention of a confessor. You know, dear family, we have to be aware that whenever we are receiving messages, that we have to bring them to a competent spiritual director because the evil one can imitate messages and we have to be sure that what we are receiving is from God because scripture says Satan can even imitate an angel of light Mm. and he could fool the elect even if it were possible. She was aware of the movement of the spirit and then she began to write them down on on bequest of her spiritual director. She had knowledge that was given to her that was far beyond her training as a religious sister that was revealed to her by the Holy Spirit. Finally, in 1954, she began to understand that the indwelling of the Holy Trinity in the believer and the sanctification of the family and the power of Mary in the life of the believer was expressly brought to her attention. She had the great privilege to have an archbishop for her spiritual director, Bishop Archbishop Paul Leibold from 1940 to 1972 was a spiritual director. 
Now, Deacon, tell me, because I'm curious, where, where was she living at? Well, she, uh, she was in Rome City, Indiana, in various places throughout Illinois and Indiana. She was in like seven or eight places. I don't have okay. exactly where she right. was, but most of the messages came in Rome City, Indiana. In the Midwest. In the Midwest, mm -hmm. absolutely. And in 1954, our Lord addressed the words to her. As they coincided, they, they coincided in every way with our latest message. One important aspect, Brother Todd, the spiritual renewal of our souls. We have them at the beginning of this manuscript, and we can go to OurLadyOfAmerica.com and actually get these messages. Uh, you can download it. You, we have all kind of information about Our Lady of America. It's a complete website talking about who she is, what her message is, the importance of the message, and how that message impacts us. What can it do for our spiritual life? Wanted. Yes, sir. I was just going to say, so, you know, I, <clears throat> I'm kind of a, a dummy when it comes to religion 101 and Catholicism. But just so our listeners understand, too, I hear Our Lady Guadalupe and I hear a lot of differences like uh, the where Our Lady. But 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 we're talking about the Blessed Virgin Mother and she appeared to, to this nun and 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 henceforth the name became she's like our patroness of America. Absolutely. She okay. appeared as Our Lady of America in yes. specific uh, as see, uh, Guadalupe, she's the empress of all of America. Gotcha. But Our Lady of America appeared as Our Lady of America. Okay. All right. And so, again, uh, I, we have a lot of guests that come on the show that talk about their supernatural experiences, how God speaks to them. Certainly, uh, God speaks to me. But this is something that happened where we, we've actually uh, written all this down. And, Absolutely. And, uh, and, it, and it's a message for all of us. So, so go ahead and continue. Well, some of the first words came from Jesus. It's amazing how, first of all, Jesus set the stage for the later messages of Our Lady. Mm -hmm. Some of these messages are profound. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Unless souls seek their life in me, they will only find death and destruction. That's profound. And the next one, they fear man-made destroyers of life, yet destruction is in themselves. Man destroys himself through the evil that is in himself because of original sin. Just look at the malaise that has been caused mm -hmm. by our first parents rejecting God. It infused in our, to humanity the spirit of rebellion and sin. But Jesus came as the redeemer of life who poured his life out for us to ransom us, to instill in us sanctifying grace that tempers the, the evil that lives in, the, in us. Because how many times... We, we can associate with St. Paul. Lord, I don't do what I want to do. I do what I hate. <laughs> that we see this war working within us. That we struggle every day in sanctification. And he goes on to say, the voice of my heart is the voice of mercy. If we will not listen, there's no more I can do. He ties our hands. You see, salvation is reciprocal. We must respond. We have a free will. That's the grace, and it's a curse of humanity. We can either choose the good, or we can choose the bad. Yeah, I recently read uh, um, the study Bible of John, and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and uh, Stephen um, uh, Ray wrote the book. And a lot of what I'm, you're hearing and I'm hearing, what y'all are hearing, is, is, is a lot of quotes from John. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, John, the other apostles, 
they loved Jesus. <laughs> Peter was the first boat. He loved Jesus. But John, John of all, was the most beloved. <laughs> because think of this, Brother Todd. He got to give the Blessed Mother communion every day <laughs> of her life. And she, she, get, she got to share with him the inner workings of the Holy Family. And that's what this apparition is about, the sanctification of the family and purity of heart, mind, and soul. All right. One thing that Jesus asked of us is faith. One of his lines, he said, when I come back on earth, will I find any faith? It is programs such as this, Brother Todd, and the work that you're doing through Cajun Catholics. Boy, that just slips off the tongue quite nice. Cajun Catholics. Uh, we are here to promote faith and to increase faith in our listeners. Because as we were talking about on the way over here in that really nice expedition, yeah. uh, we were talking about how we are, we are in a bubble, a spiritual bubble in South Louisiana. We are. And that the faith here is the faith of St. Louis Marie de Montfort. Mm -hmm. We have been given a gift of faith that is incredible. You look at every yard, the statues of the Blessed Mother. You look at all of our holy priests. They love Our Lady. They love Jesus. And we have churches that are going up. In Youngsville, mm -hmm. uh, Father Russo is, has, has got a vision for St. Anne to build us a new church. It's dedicated to our grandmothers. And uh, now St. Anne needs to give us a blank check to help us pay for it, <laughs> but she will. Look, if God wants it done, Brother Todd, you know it'll We're gonna be We're going to make done. it happen. I, I just want to say that, you know, I, I, they refer to her, the little nun in here, as my little white dove, you know, and I always see the Holy Spirit in doves. But, you know, the strength of the Cajun Catholics and nothing against the ladies out there, certainly, <laughs> but the men in South Louisiana are different than the men anywhere in the, in the world, I'll say. And I think that the, if, if that male has a strong faith in the family, we know that, that the family's coming with him. And uh, so I'm proud to have had many guests on the show, uh, male, male guests that, that have such a deep faith and, uh, and, and want more, you know. I think that's the, 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 the thing of the Cajun Catholics. We, we, we're deep. We're, we're wide, too. But we're deep, you know. So anyway, I'm hoping today we want to impart something to you about Our Lady of America's and her message and how it affects the Cajun Catholics. So. And dear family, if you want to know more about Our Lady of America, go to OurLadyOfAmerica.com. That's OurLadyOfAmerica.com. And look at all the website of all the wonderful things. You know, here Jesus is talking about how much he loves us, how much he cares for us. And I quote, Jesus says, My heart grieves over my children in the world. Their hearts are being drawn further and further away from me. They will not even listen to my mother because they have never been taught to listen. That's where we fathers take it upon ourselves to teach our children about God, to be an example, to be a good and holy father. Because when you have a father that is on fire with love for Jesus and Mary, that will transmit itself to our children. The most wonderful gift we can give to our children is our faith. They won't remember what you gave them for their birthday. They won't remember if even you gave them a brand new Mustang. Uh, <laughs> electric. Electric, right. We yeah, saw yeah, one today. Yeah. It was all plugged up. Uh, <laughs> how long does it take to charge one up? <laughs> Forever. <laughs> <laughs> what does Jesus tell us? He begs us for his love. He is a beggar for our love. But how few sometimes give Jesus that love and here Jesus is asking the parents of the dear children to be a good example if you want your children to be good examples you be a good example they are like computers 
they don't miss a thing. Whatever we put in them, they will give back to us. That's why being a father and a husband is so important. Because when we pour ourselves into our wives and our families and commit ourselves to their spiritual direction, leaders at the head of the families, teachers of our children in their ways of faith, we are giving something money can't buy. We are giving them the absolute best in life. Because, you know, Brother Todd, we leave it all behind. <laughs> no matter how much we love this world, it is passing. It will be gone. But we are called to, as husbands and fathers and leaders of our communities and deacons and priests and bishops and religious, is to instill the gift of faith. So I want to remind our listeners, you're listening to Cajun Catholics, and today's guest is Deacon Cody Miller uh, doing a special segment today on Our Lady of America. And Deacon and I, we're, we're talking about how it has some Louisiana roots. You know, I like to call uh, Nichols State Harvard on the Bayou. And, uh, and I understand there's some tie into Our Lady of America. Tell, share that with them. Absolutely. The, the original authentic stature of Our Lady of America was with the, uh, the MIC priests, the Fathers of Mercy, for years. Somehow, some way, shape, or form, Our Lady called that stature at Nickel State University in the chapel. If you want to be edified and blessed by Our Lady of America, she speaks to people. She'll speak to your heart. It is the most beautiful statue. Our Lady's request is to have that same statue enthroned in the Immaculate Conception Cathedral in Washington, D.C. Wow. And she has asked her sons, the loyal sons, the bishops, to accomplish this. She actually appeared in 1959 when it was under construction with the model of the cathedral in her hands. And she said, tell my beloved sons how pleased I am with them to build this monument to their love. Mm -hmm. And then sister spoke again to an angel appeared to her and asked her to accept a cross. How many times people that are called to great work are called to accept the cross. At first, she, she didn't know what was happening. But later on in the revelations, she accepted that cross. And sure enough, if you look at almost every saint that we have, St. Maximilian Kolbe, he was asked, I'll give you two crowns, a white one mm -hmm. and a red one. Mm -hmm. Which do you want? He says, I'll take both. Mm -hmm. He had the white crown of an evangelist or uh, one who promotes Our Lady and he had a red crown because he was indeed martyred for the faith. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, she, all of us who work for God have to live by the cross. What does Jesus tell us, Brother Todd? Unless you pick up your cross and carry it, mm -hmm. you're not fit to be my disciple. Fit, fit to be my disciple. It comes with the territory. One of my favorite sayings is, you've heard it said before, you cannot have your cake and eat it too. But what I say, we can have a petty four, which is a taste of the cake that yes to be revealed to us in mm -hmm. heaven. Mm -hmm. I'm reading in here where it says the angel of peace, that it was revealed to her that the angel of peace was St. Michael. And that's interesting because when you do St. Michael the archangel, he's like, he's like a, an attacker, you know. He's like, absolutely. Devil. That's interesting. Yeah. And what is so important for uh, Sister Millie, as she is fondly called, Sister Millie, is that 
she is calling the family to purity. And just look at the attacks on the family now. Just look how the evil one is attacking the family. And, you know, thank God we just had one of the greatest things reversed yes. in our country. God bless Brother Clarence Thomas, a true patriot and a true giver of, of the natural law to understand that what we were doing for the past 50 years was not of God. And they saw fit at great harm to themselves to say and stand up for truth and said it is a human being. Mm -hmm. It is not a blob of tissue. And that's what is important for this apparition. The next thing is the indwelling of the Holy Trinity. The medal that I gave you bespeaks of that. In the back, it's a triangle with an eye with rays coming forth. That is the symbol of God, God our Father, who, in, who is indeed in charge of sanctifying the Holy Family. And that medal was actually paid for its casting by Archbishop Leibold, who was sister's spiritual direction who gave her spiritual directing for 30 some odd years. And they have an inscription on it. You want to read the inscription? <laughs> Let's see you testing my eyes. Uh, you might have to help me here. Um, let's see. It, it says, Gloria Petra Ed. It's, it's uh, definitely. It says, By thy holy and immaculate conception, O Mary, Deliver us from evil. In Latin. In, on the back is Latin. I see. And see, on the back, oh, we sorry. have the, uh, the Trinity symbol with rays coming out on the mm -hmm. back of the metal, and it's in Latin, which is on the front. And also, we have the palm, and we have a sword, and, that's the, and we have a rosary. If you notice, the rosary is around the sword, mm -hmm. on the metal. And on the front, we have an image of Our Lady of America as she appeared to Sister Millie. And that's how it looks. But in 1956, that's when she began to have actual visions of Our Lady. Before that, there were locutions where Jesus would talk to her. She would have uh, uh, images of the angel that would that would uh, of of Saint Michael and Saint Gabriel. If you look at the uh, at what happened pre 1956, mm -hmm. but in 1956, on the eve, it's no coincidence. The North American martyrs, very important for the United States, that she was making a holy hour, and then she had a special, special visit from Our Lady. And I quote, she stood by my side and spoke to me. I felt rather than saw her, though I did see a part of her white gown and a small portion of a blue sash. I was under the impression that she came of Our Lady of Lourdes, and she herself confirmed this. Then, she, then Our Lady promised greater miracles than those granted at Lourdes that would be granted to America, the United States, if she would do as they desired. Then she appeared to, as Our Lady of America, on the feast when she appeared before her in a soft glow of light and knew uh, definitely that it was her. And I quote, I heard these words as she saw her, I am our Lady of America, I desire that my children honor me, especially by the purity of their lives. 
She was very beautiful, and a smile held me. I became conscious that the other sisters were leaving the chapel. I too had to leave. I said to Our Lady, please forgive me, Mother, but now I have to go to work, and it will not get finished. And listen how Our Lady responded. She understood, but she did not leave me. When I entered my room, she was there waiting. I noticed the green color of the lily stem in her hand and the white sash or belt which she wore around her waist. And she said, and I quote, she spoke directly, My child, I entrust you with this message that you must make known to my children in America. I wish it to be totally dedicated to my purity. The wonders I will work will be the wonders of the soul. They must have faith and believe firmly in my love for them. I desire that they be the children of my pure heart. I desire to the children of America to further cause the faith and purity among the peoples and the nations. And I go, I go on. Our Lady, moreover, emphasized her desire that the shrine in Washington, D.C. be made a place of special pilgrimage. And it is. We have all kinds of statues and all kinds of images dedicated to Our Lady throughout the world. And then she had appeared to uh, Sister Mary Norzel again, uh, Sister Mildred, that she held the world in her hands. But then the tears were flowing because she longed to help the world to be cleansed of its guilt. It is there that her heart is poured out to Sister Millie about how much her sorrow is and the longing for purity in the world. She said, Behold, my dear children, the tears of your mother. Shall I weep in vain? I come to you, O children of America, as a last resort. I plead with you to listen to my voice. Cleanse your soul in the precious blood of my son. Live in his heart. And take me in that I may teach you to live in great purity of heart, which is so pleasing to God. And now she's asking us to be an army, Brother Todd, mm -hmm. an army of chaste soldiers ready to fight to the death to preserve the purity of our souls. I am the Immaculate One, patroness of your land. Be my faithful children as I have been your faithful mother. What is this plea from Our Lady if it's not for purity and holiness of heart? We have this all over in the gospel about being pure and chaste for Our Lady because it is there where she desires to reside. And that's where the grace comes. Now, will we fall? Absolutely, Brother Todd. That's why we have the confession. That's why we can, when we fall on our faces before God and realize that we've committed a sin, where do we go? To the holy priest of God. Yeah, it's no coincidence today is on a, um, uh, the presentation is one of the mysteries and it's in the, the grace of that is purity. And that's something God's been speaking to my heart, you know. So I think it is a call to arms, right? I mean, Absolutely. this is a call to arms. And she's been deceased for... She, she died in 1980. Yeah. And, and so... Uh, and, and, and you and I talked about how St. Joseph, all of a sudden, like it seems like, is, is something that's real prevalent with, in, the, in the church. So why now? What do you, what do you think? What's, what's the, why, well, what's... that completes the Holy Family. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. That, the earthly trinity, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Well, Mary as giving us her body to be the mother of Jesus. St. Joseph had to have an earthly father. 
he had to show him how to work. He had to show him how to fashion the wood. He had to show him how to run a business because they didn't, they, they didn't receive welfare. Mm-hmm. They had to work for their living and work very hard. And Joseph was obedient, the model of obedience, the model of patience, the model of love. And when we imitate the Holy Family, it is there that the pure aspect of our life comes to the fore. And when Mary and Joseph and Jesus are present in our hearts and the Holy Trinity is honored in our lives, that's the mystical home of Nazareth in our own hearts. Because our heart really is a vessel of love. It's a vessel of grace. So you can be in heaven and on earth at the same time. Say, what do you mean, deacon? You can be in heaven and on earth. Well, if your soul is in sanctifying grace and God is love, God is grace, well, in essence, you're enjoying heaven on earth. Amen. That's been big. I know that's something in my prayer life. So this nun had a had a vision and if a supernatural experience with. I'm reading through the book. Mary uh, had a, had a, had a, had a supernatural experience with Jesus, with the archangel uh, um, Gabriel, and I believe one of the other angels. Raphael, uh, archangel uh, Michael. Yeah, yeah. So this she's she's uh, <laughs> she's got quite a, a story in here. It's incredible. I'm reading through it, and we need to get some copies of this out there. Where can somebody find this information? Well, if they go to Our Lady of America com all of this information and plus a lot more I mean we are just giving you the basic nuggets of gold there's a whole mine of gold that waited waits to be discovered by our listeners at our lady of america.com a lady of america.com a wonderful website run run by my very good friend miss Anita nice. who is in charge of the website she actually knew sister uh, Mildred. She, Sister Mildred taught Miss Anita wow. in grade school. So she knew her as a precious blood sister. So we have a direct connection on the website of Our Lady of America with actually the seer who knew her and loved her and was aware of her holiness and her sanctification way back when she was a little child in grade school. You know, it is there, Brother Todd, that the soul of our children are being formed when they're young, when they're malleable, and mm-hmm. when the Holy Spirit and Mary and Jesus can make an impression on their souls. All right, just about a minute and a half left on the show. I want you to summarize for us the message uh, of what you would say. What is, our, what is the Cajun Catholic Nation to do with this information? Well, three things. Number one, love Our Lady, St. Joseph, and Jesus, the Holy Family on earth. Love them, pray for them, pray with them. Imitate them. Imitate them. That is correct. And pray for purity. As Sister Millie was re- got with revelation from heaven, the purity of the family, the purity of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and the Blessed Trinity within the soul. Because she promised graces greater than Fatima of conversion when she is processed in Our Lady of America when she is processed in the Immaculate Conception Shrine in D.C. And we pray for that. We are waiting for that because it is all in God's timing. And St. Joseph will have a special role to play, I think, in an upcoming program. Possible, Brother Yes, absolutely. We have another surprise for you that continues our message of Our Lady of America as it has to deal with St. Joseph which is our beloved patron. And uh, I was talking to Brother Todd before the show. We both have done the consecration to St. Joseph. And I had no idea. And you know what he said, 
Brother Todd, why did you wait so long? <laughs> I agree. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I uh, hope you can, again, research uh, information on Our Lady of America. Uh, amazing how the roots are here in South Louisiana. But uh, just, Deacon Cody, uh, a blessing to me and to the show. Thank you for being here and sharing. It's a pleasure, Brother Todd, to always see you. Thank you. All right. Uh, you can you can see this episode or others on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Look up uh, Cajun Catholics uh, to see the podcast. Again, we feature outstanding Catholics from all over Acadiana. Thank you for being on the show, and God bless you. You're quite welcome. You too.